sympathy versus empathy. So this is a post that I actually wrote a couple of years ago, but it is one of my favorite things that I've written. So I brought it back and I reposted it. So I'm going to share it with you guys now. Yesterday was a crazy day. I had finally woken up and realized I had pressed news one too many times. And now I was leaving late for work. Annoyed was an understatement. I dropped my daughter off and headed to Brooklyn. As if it wasn't bad enough that I was already late, as I'm driving down the conduit, which is terrible during the morning hours, a man rear-ended me. So I count to myself, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. Something new I'd started to try and calm myself down when I got upset. I got out of the car. The man was really apologetic, but I really wasn't hearing it because, thanks to him, I was really going to be late for work. The police finally showed up, and the female officer was really rude and aggressive to me. I couldn't understand it. I was the one minding my business driving to work, and someone else hit my car. Yet here she was treating me like I committed some type of crime. Needless to say, the cop took the report and left. I then went to start my car, and guess what didn't happen? It didn't start. I literally wanted to sit there and cry, but that wasn't going to help me get my car started. Luckily, the guy who hit me, he was still there and came and gave me a jump. The car turns on, but then so does my gaslight. And I'm just like, great, what else could possibly go wrong today? I finally get to work, like right when the bell rings to start my first class. And I was so annoyed and I felt really unprepared. Even though my lesson was already done and printed, it was just this uneasy feeling of being rushed. And so the students began coming into the class and I'm writing the opening exercise on the board with my huge coat still on. Before they even made it to their seats, the kids began to complain about how cold it was in the classroom. In my head, I literally rolled my eyes because all I could think about was the morning that I had and how the, the first thing they do when they come in is complain. Don't get me wrong, they were completely right. The room was really cold. And I reassured them that I would turn the heat on and that they could leave their coats on until the class warmed up. The heat begins to boom and the students start to get comfortable. They take their coats off. It's a Monday morning. So chatter-wise, that's like a Friday afternoon. They have so much to talk to each other about. And just being that it's the first time that they're seeing each other since the weekend, you know, they're using class time to discuss it. Normally, Monday mornings, I ask about how their weekend was and give us a few minutes to discuss whatever they'd like to talk about about their weekend. But since my morning was so terrible and rushed, I completely forgot to give them that time. I'm about halfway into my lesson and stopped yet again to ask students to stop their side conversations and to pay attention. I was completely over it. A student raises his hand and asks, yo, miss, what's wrong? You don't seem like yourself. You good? Here I am thinking I'm masking my frustrations about my terrible morning and the kids could see right through it. So I took the time to tell the kids about my morning. They must have asked about 75 questions. However, they were all really engaged and paying attention. And once the story and the question session was done, the class went flawless. There were no side conversations and everyone worked diligently. It really made me think about our interactions with students as teachers. I had a terrible morning. I wasn't able to function in my normal capacity as a teacher because of it. I was annoyed, tired, and really irritable to the point where my students noticed the change in my behaviors. They asked what was wrong, and when I told them, it caused their behaviors to change. They saw I had a rough morning and empathized with me. As a result, they were more conscious about their behaviors in an attempt to not add additional stress to what I already had endured. 
Too often, teachers don't have empathy for their students. They have no desire to relate to the students or find out what's going on in their mind and in their worlds. Every day, students deal with racism, depression, homelessness, the effects of living in low-income households, along with the emotions and day-to-day issues of just simply being a teenager. Too often, teachers overlook what the students deal with outside of the school building, as if once the students walk in, all of their issues disappear. One day, a student was asleep in class, which wasn't normal for him, so I left him alone. At the end of the period, I greeted him with friendly sarcasm. Oh, good morning, sir. He laughed and told me, Miss, y'all, I'm so tired. You don't understand how long my days are. I laughed and began to tell him my day-to-day. He then told me his day-to-day, how every day he walks through the projects, scared for his life, how he leaves right after school to rush to work to help his mom pay bills and didn't get off until one in the morning. He tells me how his girlfriend isn't understanding that he doesn't have much time to give her as he would like because he's a kid with adult responsibilities. If I didn't take the time to talk to the student, I would have no way of knowing why his behaviors had changed or why they were what they were. I converse with teachers all the time about their students that I've had in the past or even current students. And what I get from those conversations is that teachers think the students want their teachers to feel bad for them. or they're just looking for sympathy or trying to make excuses. When the reality is, is students just want to know that you care, that you understand. Empathy. Most of the time, students choose not to share what they're going through for the very opposite reason. They don't want anyone to feel bad for them or treat them differently because of what they're going through. I didn't want my students to feel bad for me about the morning I had. I wanted them to understand that I had a rough morning and why my behaviors and demeanor had been different. There's no way the story would have come up had not one of my students asked. If you don't ask your students what's happening with them and why they're exuding these concerning behaviors, they'll never change. How can you know how to deal with a student without knowing what's bothering them, without having empathy? With my sleepy student, my response was, wow, that is really late to get out of work. And then you have to be here by 8 o'clock for first period. I can definitely see why you're tired. You got a lot going on and it can't be easy to balance all of that. But at the end of the day, you're a student, and that means that you need to also be here and be present. I understand you have a lot on your plate, but you still need to get the schoolwork done. And he completely agreed. He apologized for falling asleep in class and asked, could he make up the work? The standards for all students should be the same. But how you deliver those standards and balance in your empathy is what will make you a great teacher. It'll also cause your students to have more respect for you because they know that you care and only want what's best for them. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share your thoughts in the comments below.